Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 10% skill, 10% luck, 5% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise. Donovan Edwards rotates in at the back, he's got the football, bumps into traffic and escapes. Donovan Edwards racing to the end zone, Michigan flexing immediately. 41 yards. Down to the first possession, back in the game, and he's loose again. Edwards, off and running. Welcome back, Donovan Edwards. 46 yards. He's got it. Michigan barrels in. And the maze and blue on the brink of ending a championship drought. Hey, it's a polarizing figure. There are people out there that believe that whatever Michigan does is tainted. It's up to you to decide, but hail, hail Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. Could not be happier or prouder. Our team, 15-0. Uh, yeah, took on all comers. Last one standing. It's a great feeling. And this, uh, so happy for our players, for our parents. Um, for their grandparents, our coaches, Tyrone Moore, Jesse Minner, Jay Harbaugh, the coordinators, the coaches, the staff. Um, I just couldn't uh, couldn't have had a better game. Jesse Minner, I mean, A plus plus the whole way. And uh, for me personally, I uh, I can now sit at the big person's table in the family. They won't. They won't. They won't keep me over there on the on the little table anymore. My dad, Jack Harbaugh, won a national championship, and my brother won a Super Bowl. So uh, it's good to it's good to be at the big person table from now on. All right, welcome into the zone on a terrific Tuesday, and we are at a big person table today too. We are at Eat My Catfish, and we are looking forward to hanging out here today. It is the grand reopening of the Breckenridge location, and we are here to celebrate with our friends from Eat My Catfish. So thanks for being with us, Yep, and thanks for uh, tuning in today. The Michigan Wolverines are your national champions after a dominating victory yesterday over the Washington Huskies, a game that certainly could have been a little closer, a little more interesting, but certainly didn't... uh, didn't turn out that way. So congratulations to Michigan as they pull away, win by three touchdowns, and uh, your national champs. They were a uh, team of controversy and now a team for history. So we'll talk about that throughout the show today. What's up? How's everybody? It's good. It's a good day. Glad to be to eat my catfish. Glad this place is open again. Yep. I have hit this spot so many times, and you don't realize that you miss something until it's gone. And for it to be back open now, I'm I'm excited personally. She's a Cinderella. Jimmy, what you can? Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, I, we only sing on the morning show. Yeah. Anyway, it's great to be here. It's got that new restaurant smell, but it's also got that uh, catfish and uh, you know shrimp and hush puppy smell. Mm-hmm. So I like all those things. Yes. Anyway, I, I think Jim Harbaugh would love to be here celebrating. Speaking of that, did you see? Uh, I saw Paul Giamatti. They took a picture of him after he won his Golden Globe. He was sitting at a table in a fast food restaurant after the Golden Globes with his Golden Globe on the table and just eating his burger. I was like, that's pretty sweet. I like that dude. He's a normal guy. 
I like me some Paul Giamatti. Still haven't seen that dang movie, but I'm going to do it soon. This week. Uh, I was telling Wes, as we uh, try to localize the show, and look, I'm going to apologize on behalf of Creating a Monster. Uh, I am partially responsible. I love the pig skinnies. My preacher, he's a close friend. I'm happy for him and his family. I'm happy for the Michigan fans out there. I got nothing against the Washington fans, but I also don't have a whole lot of dogs in their fight. Mm-hmm. Or Huskies. And so... You know, I, I just didn't have any connection there, so I'm happy for him. I know he's a lot sometimes. I really do. He knows he's a lot sometimes. His wife knows he's a lot. His brothers know he's a lot. His kids know he's a lot. All of you know he's a lot. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He means well, and I think he'll hopefully be a good winner because sometimes he's not a very good loser. So it's a good thing they won. It's a good thing they won. I'm happy for him. And to localize the story, in addition to fandom, uh, I was telling Wes... Because, I think it was my girlfriend told me this, Jesse Minter has family here. Jesse Minter, the D.C. from Michigan, mm-hmm. was born in Little Rock, Arkansas. I didn't, I've never heard that. I hadn't either. But apparently he's still got family here. He's 40 years old. He's on the rise. And he's a guy that's got a great future ahead. He's only 40 years old. I mean, you know, I just think about all the things I haven't accomplished at almost 50 and how this guy has accomplished now a national championship as a coordinator at 40. What a great defensive plan. Uh, he obviously confused Penix last night. Uh, they were throwing all kinds of things at him and different looks in the secondary. And uh, I give him a lot of credit because Penix looked awful last night. And uh, he, he missed open receivers. He did. And then he then he got the happy feet. Then he got hit. Then he got hurt. And then he was just about useless in the fourth quarter. Uh, but what he did in the first half and, the, and even the third quarter, uh, it obviously had Penix seeing things that weren't there and, and, and missing things that were there. It was, uh, it was something different than what Washington experienced all year. We, because we... Don't focus on all the glitter and the gloss, right? We try to focus on what wins football games. Line of scrimmage play, and we talked about it a lot. Will the Washington line hold up against the Michigan defensive line? And in large part, they did. Did okay. But they got enough pressure on him to disrupt him. And again, I think we all can agree, when he threw the pick to start the second half, I won't say it was over, but that was a huge bad omen for them as they tried to get back in the game because they finished the first half with all kinds of momentum. I thought Michigan made a mistake not punting on fourth down mm. when they were just into, into, the half. into territory there to try to you know secure that lead. I thought that was a mistake. Um, but, anyway, after they threw the pick, I was like, uh-oh. And then on the other side, can Michigan run the ball? And you talk about all day, you say Michigan, you know, or what? They're going to run the ball. Yeah, Washington's defense was suspect. I don't think anybody expected them to explode and set the tone like they did early, but the offensive line was phenomenal. Even McCarthy got in the act at times. But mostly, you know, we talked about the backup running back. His overrun was 35 yards. He did it on his first run. <laughs> and Corum had he just went over right. Tell me the story on that deal because you were on that one. So right? Corum, I had first quarter over, halftime over, last play of the first quarter. That's when he busted off like a what thirty 15? something yard run, fifty yard yeah. run, and he went over on the first quarter and went over for the half right there. So Crazy. that was a uh, winner winner. Uh, Washington's defense stunk it up in the first quarter. Uh, Washington's defense, I think, has been let go of the rope a little bit and was worn out in the fourth quarter. Second quarter and third quarter, they did the job. Yeah. Uh, even after the interception, they held Michigan to a field goal to keep Washington in the game. I thought the red zone defense for Michigan was a difference in the game uh, because there were two opportunities for uh, Washington to make it a little closer, and especially at the beginning of the game when they forced a field goal. And then after uh, the third quarter, after giving up the field goal, Washington drove down, had to settle for another field goal. Uh, they had their opportunities. You know, Washington had the ball in the fourth quarter with about 11 minutes to go, down one. And I thought, you know, this is uh, this is when we're going to see Penix. We've seen him at his best, and now I'm afraid we saw him at his very best, and that tainted my thoughts of him a little bit. I saw him against Oregon twice, and then I saw him in the in, in the semifinal game, and and still in the fourth quarter, I was like, Penix is about to lead them down. They're going to score, tie this thing up. And if Washington's defense can get another stand, they're going to drive down and win this game. I still thought that in the fourth quarter, but it was Michigan that that rose to the occasion and stopped Penix once again. And then you know Michigan got the kind of the backbreaker and um, went away and made it a blowout there in the end. 
I I was disappointed in Penix, to be honest. I think he lost a lot of money last night. His draft stock dropped tremendously. He did a lot of things in the pocket, throwing side-armed, uh, missing open receivers, and then not seeing open receivers. He wasn't healthy a lot of the game either, so I will give him a, not a pass, but I will certainly factor that in. Also, I will say, can we finally admit, Michigan's defense is legitimately really, really good. No, they, they were number one in the country coming in for a reason in points allowed per game. And they lived up to it last night. I talked about this before the playoffs started. And again, first of all, I don't like I told you so, guys, so I'm not going to be that guy. Secondly, I'm wrong as much as I'm right, if not more so. However, we talk, I know, Chuck, not with you, with on-air stuff and predictions. I talked about this before the playoff began. I talked about Michigan's, who I said, who has the best run game? Michigan. Michigan. Who has the best defense? Arguably Michigan. And, and somebody said, well, maybe back in the day that would have worked because now it's all about the passing attack and how many points can you score. Well, apparently it's not just about that. And it was so great to me to see a team that was dominating defensively through most of the playoff. They, they gave up some plays. Everybody's going to. you got great teams in there. Yeah. And run the ball effectively in both games when they had to. And when you knew they were going to run it and they still were able to run it, that was so cool to see. They turned back the clock because McCarthy didn't have a good game, frankly. No. He missed some open guys. Yeah. But he did. I tell you, that catch by his uh, the six five kid was huge. And I'm like, he almost overthrew the dude. The dude went up and caught it in the middle of the traffic. I was like, yeah. pretty gutsy throw, big time play. And it kind of helped to me really put the nail in the coffin for Michigan. Um, so he did have. And then the, the play with his feet to pick up a big third First down was yep. impressive. So uh, anyway, it was he it was made the plays. Game. Yeah, he, he did. He, he made, made enough the necessary plays. plays. That's right. That's it. I uh, I I thought he 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 drove the bus. That's what he needed to do last night, Michigan. Game manager. No, no turnovers. Very few penalties. They had a couple costly penalties, illegal procedure when they drove down there one time. But for the most part, they played a very clean game. They were the team that deserved to win. Yep. Look at Michigan with two turnovers, costly turnovers, interceptions. Uh, Michigan, by playing a clean game, allows them to do what they do best, and that's run the ball and rely on that defense. The first interception was legitimate to me. The second one was just him forcing it into coverage. He did a guy open to the left. They showed that on the replay, which is easy for us to say. But the second one's kind of forcing it into coverage. They're kind of in desperation Kind of at the mode. end of the game, yeah, yeah so. trying to make something out of nothing. But I think the guy's still got a great future ahead of him. They, here's what I was thinking about going into the game yesterday. I may have said this on the air, I may not have. But Penix had to play great for them to win. McCarthy yes. did not have to play great for them to win. And they just had to do what they do. He's got so much more to lean on. Not to say, again, that Dylan Johnson isn't great, but we can all agree he mm. wasn't healthy, and then he also got dinged up in the game with a lineman falling on his leg. It's a bad break, almost literally. Yeah. Do you feel like they – ooh, look at this, a little food coming. Do you Hi. think – Okay. Washington, we have water. Thank you. We're cool. Do you think – No, I think we're good. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Do you Twi- think Twisted Pickles? They're fried pickles, but they're twisted up. Those look amazing. Do you think Washington stayed with uh, Dylan too long? That maybe he was ineffe- so ineffective they should have gone to the second string guy? Maybe. But they only ran it 20 times, so I don't think they were committed to the run anyway. No, but it's the threat of the run. Sure, I get and that. there are times when you throw it and it opens up the run game. And he had a couple of carries that you could tell with his lack of speed and explosiveness. He didn't get much out of what could have been there. I didn't see enough from him before the guy rolled over his leg to know how yeah. close he was to 100% like he claimed. So I don't know. But I do know that Michigan's the best football team in America. So I, I just want to caution people again. You can say this in a lot of cases, so let's not do that. You know, like I got into, I'll, I'll tell you this, I'll throw the pixie under the bus. We got in a debate off the air yesterday, and I said, this would be the first time you guys have won a, an undisputed championship. Oh, we would have killed that Nebraska team that we split the championship with. That's a joke. You don't know because you didn't play the game. <laughs> so you can't say that, first of all. By the way, I watched that Nebraska team a lot that year. They were pretty good. I'm not saying they're better than Michigan. I'm not even sure they were. I think I would have put money on Michigan. But you can't say that. We've seen it too many times. In addition to that, guess what? People will say, well, Georgia would have killed this team. Well, guess what? They couldn't beat Alabama, and Alabama couldn't beat them. Some guy says to me on Twitter, well, if they played a best of five, there's no way Michigan would beat Georgia <laughs> or Alabama in a best of five. Well, when they start playing best of fives, Ted, I'll worry about it. But they don't do that in football. So give me a freaking break. And they passed the test. They were clearly better than Alabama. They were clearly better well, than Washington. I wouldn't say clearly. They the were, game went to overtime, that doesn't matter. They were the better team through yeah, the game. They were better. They were clearly but, better. They were the no, best. not clearly better. This was a, it was a, just it went to better. overtime. They were the clearly better team. I'm not saying they won by a huge margin. I'm not saying they dominated. Well, that's when you say clearly better. They that, were the better team. That day. 
They were the better team. They're a better team. I mean, they're they're a run away from going to double overtime. They are the better team in my book. They won an overtime. They game. dominated physically up front. They were a better team. Alabama made enough plays to stay in the game. I'll give them credit. Michigan was the better team. They were the bar- better team last night. They were the better team all year. They never even trailed at halftime. Give them their due. Do all your caveats you want to. Take whatever you want away from them. They were the best team in the country this year, and I know it's hard for people to accept that, yes, there is good football played north of the Mason-Dixon line on occasion, but you better get used to it because guess what? The Big Ten, thank you very much. What are these? Fried green tomatoes. Delicious. Wow. Just got better by adding this because here's the thing. We're this close to an all-SEC championship game current and future member. Instead, you got an all-Big Ten championship game, current and future member. So get used to it because it's going to get tough. better because the Big Ten makes more money than the SEC right now. Yeah. TV contract That won't last long, I don't think. But No, but for now, the yeah. Big Ten is pulling in more money. And again, I am not a Michigan fan. I am a logician. So if you want to talk to me from a logical perspective about this, then do. But don't give me this nonsense and this hokey BS about what could Well, if they did, well, guess what? Georgia didn't earn their place on the field to play the game. I'm not saying Georgia wouldn't beat Michigan in a straight-up game. I don't even think the pigskin would argue against that. It's a possibility, for sure. Georgia's really, really good. But don't say because they killed a, a Florida State team that had half their players that they're clearly the dominant team. Well, I'm past that conversation. They didn't get in. You may be, but yeah. people are still having it. So that's fine. I'm just telling you, there are people still saying, well, look how much they dominated this Florida State team. It's supposed to be so good. That wasn't the Florida State team we saw here. That was more like the Florida team we saw here. Maybe the Miami team. Anyway, come on. Did y'all see the news on Miami, by the way? The Miami Hurricanes? Yes. I did not. Um, They got Poffenbarger from Albany. Did they really? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yesterday. Good for them. Quarterback. Did you see Judkins? Yes, I did. Yeah. Ohio State. Yep, they and just got a whole lot better. He announced it right after the national championship game <laughs> with final. Good for him. Yeah, that was good. That was, I'm sure that was that was oh, probably orchestrated well by Ohio State. Yeah. Here's the thing too about that: they're going to be better with him. He's he's the best running back available in the portal. But I will tell you this: uh, I don't know if it's going to be the difference maker for them. We'll see. There's a lot of a lot of things that will change between now and then. That's going to be a tough league next year, man. But good for him. That's that's cool. But here's what I was going to say too about that. From now on, like when we do these, these guys are free agents. These are not portal guys. Again, these are free agents. These are guys who are basically, I'm going to sit around as an elite player, and I'm going to take the highest bidder I get. Whoever's got the most money, biggest check, I'm coming to you. I don't have an issue with it anymore, as long as, as, until they change the rules, until they get this under control. But here's what I would like to see. How much did you pay him? How much did you promise him? Because these guys are all getting guarantees of X amount. Is it 500000 Is it seven fifty? Is it six fifty? Because if I'm Arkansas, I'm going to go, how far was I? Now, I'll tell you this, if I'm Arkansas, I'd rather have Albany's defensive lineman than their quarterback. No doubt. Nothing against Puffenbarger. Well, they got five, Sailor, I said that. five offensive linemen, maybe six offensive linemen instead of one quarterback this year. Do you think that was the right decision? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, we saw what a lack of an offensive line would do last season for Arkansas. This season, they went out, spent money, and got their offensive linemen. They didn't go – because somebody wrote in while you were gone – why, why aren't we trying know. to go get Judkins? I'm like, well, because you went out and got five offensive linemen. Would yeah. you rather have the running backs you have and five new offensive linemen, or would you have the rather have the same offensive linemen in Judkins? And I think that's an easy answer. You got to get yeah. the guys up front. Yeah, you got good running backs. There's a pot of money, and you only have so much. It's not bottomless. This isn't you know no. Middle Eastern oil money. This is. This is college football money, college sports money. I call it a budget, and since you're calling them free agents, it's a salary cap for Arkansas. It is. But, yeah, it's all dictated by how much money you have, not by what the rules Mm -hmm. are. So, Uh, Let's see what else we got today. We can start taking a look at next year because they've already got the odds out to win. Guess what, Georgia fans? Guess what, SEC honks? Georgia's the favorite again. Congratulations. You guys are in good shape. Don't worry. You're going to be just fine. Uh, Arkansas hired a new wide receiver coach. Yeah. And Dan Hampton's going to the Hall of Fame. So Arkansas was not devoid of any good news in football yesterday. Yeah, they finally made it official that even though Fouch had uh, changed his Twitter profile about a week ago and yep. uh, changed the header and his location, but uh, they made it official yesterday. Missouri State worked with Petrino at Missouri State and Louisville, so someone that Coach Petrino is obviously very familiar with and yep. made the call and wanted this as his wide receiver. One of this guy's his wide receiver coach, a coach that can take Bobby Petrino's uh, harsh ways. So good for him. Understands what Petrino wants. Well, it's he's passionate, probably to a fault at times. And I'm sure he's probably softened on his delivery a little bit. But I don't think his uh, passion for the game or his demanding of excellence has probably been limited one iota. 
All right, give me a uh, fried green tomato take, Wes, when you get done eating there. You know what? I've never had them uh, fried like that in little bites. They're little bites. They look like onion petals, like the little onion mm-hmm. petals you get in some places. And? Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Good. I like fried green tomatoes. Uh, usually it's the you know the whole sphere of uh, the, the tomato. Yeah. Uh, this is with a little chunk. makes it easier to eat, a little bite-sized. Do you like? It's uh, a good flavor. What do, you, what do you like that's fried or don't like that's fried? Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good point. Mm. I think we just we just nailed it there. Uh, try the pickles and try the try the. Uh oh, the pickles were excellent. Oh, you already ate them there. Okay. Yeah. The no uh, tomato's got a little bit more spice to it. Okay. The breading is spicier than the uh, pickle. We say they're chucklehead. So good. So good. Okay. Are there uh, jalapenos in here? This is a is this a jalapeno or is that just a? Yeah, that's got to be a jalapeno. That was a funky pickle. I don't yeah. know. I have to ask. Early, are there jalapenos in the pickles? Oh, banana, banana pepper. Oh, I, I like love it. banana pepper. I love fried banana pepper. All right. Okay. Cool. Very Thanks. good. Wes was he was trying to decipher what he was looking at there. Uh, Razorback basketball is back on the court tomorrow. So while they gave us a kickoff for a football game that was at six thirty, thank you very much. Well, six forty-five or six fifty or whatever it was. Um, oh, by the way, did you see the storm kept uh, John Harbaugh from getting there on time? I did. I saw him walk up during the. Uh, they showed a replay. When was it? Was that like during a timeout or something? I hope during a timeout. I don't know. But he's like, hey, I'm here. Pretty cool. Harbaugh was just kind of bent over, looking down at the ground, and uh, just kind of surprised him. Came uh, came up and uh, shook his hand, walked off, and I was kind of wanting more context. What was going on at that time? Because they showed it right when we came back from break. So I'm guessing that happened during the commercial break when uh, he, nothing was going on. He ain't calling the plays. It doesn't matter. Uh, Razorbacks playing Georgia. I heard uh, Caleb Battle this morning, and if you missed it, I, I don't always do this, but I will strongly encourage you to go listen to a Morning Mayhem interview. He was phenomenal, I thought, with the morning guys today. You could tell he's hurting. You could tell that he cares. You could tell that he's passionate. And he went on and on about how he and his teammates have a great relationship on and off the court. That was encouraging to me. I was glad to hear that. So I'm hoping that that equates to better play on the court. We'll see what happens. But he knows. Look, they know the narrative. They know what's going on right now. They know what people yeah. are thinking and saying. Yeah, Musselman has been clear all season that he likes this group. And he feels like this group is tight, uh, what they do on and off the court. Um, they've had players in the past that you know they didn't they didn't bond, but they were still good on the court. And uh, and I think he's a little confused about this group because he even said it again yesterday. Mm-hmm. We practiced so well before the Auburn game. He said there was nothing leading up to it to where you're like, oh, we're gonna suck, you know? Yeah. He was like, they he liked the way they practiced, and then they went out in the court and laid an egg. Yeah. And so. You know, and he, he reiterated again. We're going to keep tinkering. We're going to keep. We're not going to quit trying. We're not going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again because it's clearly not working. He's going to keep tinkering, and he, I still think he's going to figure this out. I hope you're right. SEC leads the nation with 42 quad one and quad two wins through January 7th. I was looking through some of the numbers this morning. SEC teams have won 56 percent of their games on the road. No other conference over 500 in road games. Three teams are ranked. In the poll, Tennessee 5th, Kentucky 6th, Auburn 16th, after beating Arkansas. Ole Miss, South Carolina, Alabama among the teams receiving votes. I don't know Ole Miss with only one loss, and it's at Tennessee, isn't in the top 25, but okay. This will be Arkansas's first true road game. Okay. Every other game has been neutral. Well, Georgia obviously went to Missouri, which, frankly, I don't know enough about Georgia. I haven't seen them play, but I have seen Missouri, and I don't think a ton of Missouri. So, again, I'm going to put those down as two potential wins for Arkansas. Cool it, Josh. I don't want to hear from you. Uh, anyway, so the games this week, you got four games tonight. Missouri's at Kentucky. Kentucky by 30. South Carolina at Bama. A&M trying to bounce back after yeah. a shocking loss at home. They're going to Auburn. Yeah. So out of the frying pan, into the fire. Yeah. Good luck there. Auburn at home is... I think is, it'll be by 15 at home. Yeah. By LSU. Yeah, that's shocking. Auburn is winning at home by an average of like 20-something points. They've been just awesome at home. LSU is about to go 2-0 and in conference because they're hosting Vanderbilt tonight. Although, when Vanderbilt gets healthy, they'll be, i got to think, much better. They were missing three key guys to start the season. And then Arkansas is part of that three-game set tomorrow. Number 5 Tennessee is at Mississippi State. SEC Network at 7. Arkansas George is on ESPNU at 9, or at 8, I'm sorry, 6 and 8. 6 and 8. I keep forgetting Eastern time. Uh, 6 and 8. And then Florida's at Ole Miss, which is another intriguing game tomorrow. I think tonight's games are great. I mean, you look at Missouri, losing at home, going to Kentucky. They'll get killed. I I think so, but how does Kentucky respond after going on the road, beating Florida? you got these teams that went on the road. Alabama. 
Alabama went to Vanderbilt, got the win. Vanderbilt at home traditionally is very good as a double-digit dog. They did it again. You got one good game. Is South Carolina any good? South Carolina's ranked. They're more no. They're, they're in the tournament right. They're not ranked, but right now they're, they're in the NCAA I tournament. I would say. Okay, that's a decent game, I guess. And A and M. huge. A and M Auburn. How do they bounce back against Auburn? Eight o'clock ESPN two. If you want to watch them, try to bounce back tonight. So, I took all three home favorites. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. What's the line? Kentucky's favored by twelve and a half. Love it. Uh, Alabama's favored by eleven and a half. Okay. And Auburn's favored by seven and a half. I don't know enough about it, but I mean, I would tend to go that route. Well, Texas A and M lost their opener to to who? I forgot. They lost at home to LSU. We were yeah. talking about that. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. What about LSU? What's their line? They're uh, home against Vanderbilt. They're favored by seven and a half. Why not? Because that's two bad teams, and I don't like to bet on two bad teams. How do we know LSU's bad already? They're bad. Okay, let's see the play. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. All right, let's hit a break. It's ten thirty-one. We're at Eat My Catfish. Maybe we can get Travis or somebody on here. I know they got stuff going on all morning with their staff, and then they've got some guests coming in. The mayor's coming up. You want to weigh in? Six six one. 1037. You can hit us up on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501 1037 And you can hit us up on our live fan feedback through our Listen Live button. That's brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery. Oh, there it is, Christian. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, guess what? It's back, baby. Eat my catfish, Breckenridge. Open for business today. And they got a little welcome uh, plate of uh, cupcakes and cookies for... The people like us who don't really need them. Uh, I want to talk to Air Lee about some healthy options today, too. Not that I mind fried stuff, because I don't. But I will talk to her about some other things also. Uh, we're fixing to be busy over here today. I'm excited about it. And listen, on a cold, rainy day like today, it's gray, nasty. How about some warm catfish to warm your soul, if you have one? If you don't, you better hit church first and then come by and see us. I'm going to say something I think I've ne- I would have never said before. I would have never thought this. The fried green tomatoes are better than the fried pickles. They are, aren't they? Yeah. And I love fried pickles. There's a fried banana pepper with my name oh. on it. You touched it. I'm not going to get that one. I I'm just washed my hands. I don't care. Good, don't too t- much sickness going on around there. Good. Don't touch any of them. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll hit a break and be back. Travis, you can come on with us after the break. Noon. 12.06. You got it. Travis at 12.06. Got him. We'll get somebody on from here in a minute. Uh, stick around. Pat Bradley coming up 1130. We've got Eli Craner 1145. Pat brought to you by our friends at River City Flooring. And Eli, of course, brought to you by our friends up in Las Vegas, the Old Bank. We're back in a second. It's 1032. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is SportsCenter. The 2023-2024 college football season came to a close last night as the Michigan Wolverines defeated the Washington Huskies 34-13 in the national championship game at NRG Stadium in Houston. It's Michigan's 12th national championship of all time, their first since 1997. It's the first national championship for head coach Jim Harbaugh. The big story of the night was the Michigan ground game. They carried the ball 38 times for 303 yards and four scores. Blake Corum had 134 yards on 21 carries and two touchdowns. Donovan Edwards had six carries for 104 yards and two scores once again as Michigan, your 2023-2024 national champions. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Is your Oaklawn thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Visit the view from your trackside luxury suite. However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. 
It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Hey everyone, this is Heather Baker, President and Publisher of AY Media Group here in Arkansas. We publish two of the biggest and most widely read magazines in the entire state, AY Magazine and Arkansas Money and Politics. At AY and Arkansas Money and Politics, we keep you up to date on all the news you need to know and the stories you want to hear. Visit us online at AYMag.com and ARMoneyandPolitics.com to see for yourself. Now more than ever, it is important to be mindful of where you get your news and support your local businesses. With AY Media group you get the best of both worlds you're in the zone with justin Agri and wes moore coming to you live from the oaklawn racing casino resort studio if you want to be a part of the show hit the guys on twitter at justin Agri 7 at wes underscore more or at c weaver 1037 call 661-1037 or email the zone at 1037thebuzz.com take you higher than herbalist climbing treetops this is not rap my this more like bebop classic freddie hubbard these words are uttered like dairy cattle making sure the rain lasts forever i'm sleepless in seattle but the gravel i travel across the nation for ages even as i start to get older this music is bathing inside the fountain of you surrounding the booth is water my mind is flooded with these flows so get the recorder my mental state is whatever happens happens y'all making it happen rapping if i was back in the 40s i would have been gassing scatting different practice created a different habit for passion i find it harder to make an action yet Chevrolet. Right now, January, they are dealing. It's a good time to go out and take uh, advantage of some of the things. Like, if you have a 2010 or newer vehicle and you trade it in, you're going to get an extra $2,250. $2,250 extra. I mean, you're going to get the extra rebates. You're going to get the extra bonuses. Everything on top of $2,250 if you're trading in a 2010 or newer vehicle. No payments for 90 days. That's still going on at Guatney Chevrolet. Got great financing rates on some of the vehicles out there. Don't let that scare you away. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Pick out the car you want. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And remember, you're going to get a great deal on your trade-in vehicle. They're still paying top dollar for those vehicles. Looking for quality cars, trucks, SUVs, and they're going to make it worth your while. Pay off that note. Have some extra money put down for a down payment. It's all happening this month at Guatney Chevrolet. January. Start the year off with a new ride. Early. Even your, your mic is hot. Um, let's go to uh, our friends here at Eat My Catfish. It is great to be here. New Breckenridge location. It is... Are we open? No, we're open at 11. Open at 11. Okay. Are you on three or four? Talk there. Me? Yeah, there you go. Three. Okay. Boom. Chuck's right. on four. Chuck's on four. Uh, be, yeah, Who's on first? Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations. I know it's been a long road back for you all, and it's great to be here and uh, sort of share in the enjoyment. I wasn't a Michigan fan last night, but I was excited and I was rooting for them. I mean, I don't have a you know stake in this other than I like catfish and this is in my neighborhood, but uh, I'm happy for y'all. I feel like I'm part of it today. Thank, Thank you for letting we, us come. Well, out. you are part of our family. You know, you're our neighbors off of Riverdale, so that's true it's too. Only a right fit for you to come and help us get this one open. That's true. So tell me about the road back from the tornado day to where we are today. So basically, it, it just was 
uh, we overcome a, a lot. It wasn't just a tornado. We had a loss in our corporate staff. Our vice president yeah. passed away two days later. And so that was really way worse than the tornado because for us because we didn't lose anybody and no one was injured in our restaurant. Um, so we were thankful for that. A lot of people came out to help clean it up. And, um, and, and the, one, of the, one of the coolest things about Little Rock is when I tell people I, I work for Eat My Catfish and they're like, how's, your, how's the new restaurant? When's it open? We love that space. And that's been nice. To, and it's exciting to tell them the updates. And it was delayed. It, we were supposed to be open months earlier than this. And, and it, you know, insurance, HVACs, that microburst that hit this area again, damaged the roof again, and just delays. But we're here. And last night was a scramble. I selfishly did not stay and help with the balloons. I told them I was allergic to latex, which I really am. So I couldn't help with the balloon arches, but I did want to watch the football game, which was a good football game. When you look out to the west, you can see the line where the tornado came. And it, I mean, you're right in the... Every day you're reminded. Yes. What did this place look like that day? Um, I only saw the pictures because our office is above the restaurant, and I had, I had gone for the day. Well, I had gone to a chamber event, and this Kansas girl came out of that chamber event and went, this doesn't feel right. I'm going home. I'm not going to be out and about. I'm going to get myself home for the, when the storm hits. And had no idea it was going to turn into that. But... Um, what happened was the back wall between our um, stores blew down, and it blew our restaurant out towards the front of the restaurant. And so there was water, insulation, light fixtures. Everything was shoved to the front of the store. And all of our employees were in walk-ins. Well, the guests were in the walk-ins, and the employees were in the bathrooms and storage rooms. And they, could, they had to kind of pick their way out of the restaurant. Um, so we were very lucky no one was injured. Um, just like our neighbors across in the Kroger shopping center, I don't know how the people in that strip mall were not oh. injured. It, it gutted that. I mean, it, it did the same thing. It just took it front to back. And they were hiding under anything they could. So, But now we've been able to rebuild, and we're, help, and we're part of the original rebuild of Breckenridge. I mean, it was already being a new investment group had come in and said, hey, let's let's make this a shining star again in West Little Rock. And we were excited to be part of that. So this was already in the works. The right. tornado sped it up um, in a sad way. But we have bigger windows. And part of that is we want to be reminded of how we want to be in this part that we love Little Rock. And we know our neighbors have to continue to rebuild. And those are their homes. This was a restaurant, but those are their homes. No doubt. Well, it's a great community spot for people mm-hmm. who are, you know, rebuilding in the area, live in the area, yeah. whatever. So, I mean, it is a great place to, you know, it's, a, it's an affordable bite to eat for those who are working and getting back. It is amazing when you drive through what's, you know, over here, um, how much is still left to be done. It's really, it's pretty sad, honestly. And, and, I mean, people have been, and we had friends that lost their home in the tornado and then also damaged again by the microburst that live yes. in this area. So it has been, uh, it's been hell for a lot of people. But, uh, I mean, obviously, you guys coming back will be a shining part of the uh, the community. And I will also say, while this place was great before, even better now, in addition to that, you're getting a lot of great neighbors that's going to yes. drum up a lot more interest We're in the area. We're very excited about all the, all the restaurants. And people are, they're always like, well, isn't that competition? I said, oh, no, it's great because it brings people to go, I don't know where I want to go eat. Let's go to Breckenridge and figure it out. Yeah. Or maybe we'll go get appetizers here in a in a in a beer and catfish over there, and just that whole right. come and hang out in the evenings. And it's a great lunch spot. We're really busy at lunchtime. Well, well you're such a convenient spot too. You're right on a very busy road with Rodney Paramese in and out. You're right mm-hmm. off of four thirty. So I mean, it's so convenient to get here. Even people coming down six thirty, zip right up here. You can get in here and yes. get out quick. So it's good. Yeah. How about catering? I see the truck out there. You guys are that's a big part of what you do. It's a very big part of what we do uh, now with eight restaurants. Um, we cater every every morning. Almost every restaurant has one to two deliveries mm. statewide. And then our food trucks, they were booked up solid in um, October and December. And then they will be again in March and April. Those are our big, big on-site. Um, and those are typically, we'll do them for smaller groups. But has have a minimum charge, but it's usually a hundred or more people, and they just love it. We're and we are really popular with those barn weddings. They're like bring out the um, bring out the trailer, park it next to the mm-hmm. barn, and then and serve our guests catfish. So catfish been to and one barn of those weddings, and it was a big hit. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Well, the, a lot of those barn venues they don't have kitchens, and so the food doesn't it doesn't get to them hot. We bring our kitchen. Yeah, we cook that's it hot. Smart. Yeah. Catfish and barn weddings go together like peas and carrots. I think so. I would say. <laughs> Although I like catfish and barn weddings better than peas and carrots. That's true. Same here. <laughs> what um what what do you have uh, as far as hours at this location? Are they all the same? They're all the same. Okay. So um, on Sundays it's um, eleven to two, 
um, we basically it's the church crowd that likes to come in, and then our employees can have the evenings off, and that's nice for the whole company. Yeah. And then Monday through Thursday, it's eleven to eight, and then Friday and Saturday is eleven to nine. Okay. But we cater whenever. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we've even had companies um, who have called us that said we have shift work in the middle of the night, and they hire us because we'll take our trailer out there and we'll cook for all their shifts. Uh, I was talking to Travis a little bit ago, and he said that crawfish season was getting a kind of a late start this year. You know, I didn't know that yet, and it, I do get those calls because I put together. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. I know. I wanted. I want it to be now, but it gets really busy again. Um, even in last year, I booked a ton more crawfish boils than I had the year before. Oh, you guys so, do those on site? Yes, we do. We take nice. our big pot out there and we cook on site for people. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. How do they get a hold of you? They can go to the catering at eatmycatfish.com. That's the catering email. Okay. And the phone number is 501-235-8805. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gotcha. Do you want people to start ordering those now that they have uh, one coming up? Oh, Absolutely. Because yeah. it does fill up. Yeah, I imagine. We only have so many trailers, so many trucks, and so many pots. <laughs> so. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> How much notice do they need to get, get, give you? Oh, for crawfish, it is nice to have a week because we order crawfish live from Louisiana. And so if there's a big crawfish coming up, I, I, it's nice to know a month in advance because Travis will get a hold of the farmers and we'll get it all organized uh, when we want large deliveries of that. But regular um, catfish, chicken buffet deliveries... I can be told that morning or even the day before. Large events, we've put it together in 24 hours before. I'd rather not. Yeah, I'd rather, obviously. I'd rather have a little more time. <laughs> well, most people plan those out in advance. You not know? always. It's like, hey, we're going to throw one on a Saturday. Let's let's get it on the calendar. So. I, I've saved a few people's jobs. Yeah, that's nice. Of you. Yeah, I bet they've called the scrap. Oh, my gosh, I forgot. Help me out. So uh, This is great. So square footage-wise, seating-wise, how does this compare to the other locations? Um, you know, it's bigger than Riverdale. Conway and Fayetteville are our largest, okay. um, and then Springdale's pretty large. Benton's the smaller; it's OG. Um, this one's a, this one can hold a lot, and I have the back room that people can reserve, and it doesn't cost any money. We just want you to eat our food. What's the capacity back there if you have a group? It's a, I would say the max is forty-five. Okay, but if people really and we've actually um, booked the restaurant before on Sundays after two. For large groups. Okay, And nice. we just cook for the whole group, and they'll take over the whole restaurant. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, lots of flexibility there. Yes. Uh, well, thank you for having us today. We're, we're excited to be part of the celebration. We're going to try to get the mayor on in a little while. Okay. And we're going to get Travis on a little bit later. Um, are you guys doing, do you have specials, daily specials or no? We always have daily specials, and I, I love it that you asked me this. I'm the catering girl, and uh, <laughs> I don't we'll know. We'll find out what they are like, later. <laughs> that's Travis's job. Okay. Ask the, ask, well, yes, that's Travis's job. We will job. find out before we leave. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. got to hit a break. Early, thanks for having Thank us. You. Appreciate you. Eat Appreciate my catfish. Yep, you bet. Out here in Breckenridge or any of the other locations, oh, she yeah. just rattled off. The hours are the same, 11 o'clock, seven days a week, and till 2 on Sunday, till 8, Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, until 9. Got to take a break. We'll be back in uh, un momento. Uh, how many pieces of fried green tomato can I eat in the break? We're going to Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their necks to keep their check. And no, they sweat a brother majorly. And I don't know why your girl keeps paging me. She tell me that she needs me. Cries when she leaves me. And every time she sees me, she squeezes me. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because Arkansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. 
And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Callie in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Now the power to protect your M&B debit card is in your hands. With Secure Lock technology, you can lock or unlock your debit card for purchases. Select geographic locations where your card can be used. Set transaction spending limits, alerts, and more. If your card is lost or stolen, you can simply turn it off right on your mobile device. So enjoy your security and let M&B Secure Lock do the rest. Just download the free Secure Lock app. We've got you covered. You keep moving forward. At M&B, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. Scott Jr. is hanging out and welcoming our friends back in the community here at uh, Eat My Catfish at this location at Breckenridge. It is a great spot, and I uh, hope you can come by and see us. Got a good group on hand, and uh, good to see the mayor in the house. And uh, yes, first thing he says, when do I get my lobster? So I'm gonna I'm gonna get him taken care of. Don't you should you have worry. handed him this basket of shrimp and said, "This is a poor man's lobster. Exactly. Go ahead, here you yeah. go. We're even." I'm a poor man. There's no doubt about that. But I'm happy to pay up. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to chopping it up with them and. Hanging out a little bit. So, uh, got some, uh, uh, again, they're here until 8 o'clock tonight because it is a Monday through Thursday. It is opening day here at the new Eat My Catfish location. So, if you're in the neighborhood, you want to come by and have a little lunch, you want to uh, check it out this evening, feel free. And Wes and I would tell you, do not sleep on the fried green tomatoes. Uh, this in- Hush puppies. Those are awesome. Usually they are. I haven't yeah. had one yet, but I, oh, they've always been good. Sorry. Uh, the shrimp is great. Uh, and the catfish, of course, is amazing. This comes in from the 501, says Brian. I totally agree with Wes. Penix looked terrible last night. He may even go undrafted after that mm. performance. I'm I mean, not going to say that. Let's not get crazy. He's not either. Yeah. I think he's joking. I think he went from being a uh, first-round pick to slid out of the first round. John Harbaugh got there too late to see Jim before the game. Yeah, they had weather issues, and it delayed their flight. Oh. That's what happened. Uh, found a quick moment during the quick break in the action. Agreed him. Jim's often shown with hands on knees during a game, concentrating, thinking, watching. They actually had a brief hug and quick exchange before John let Jim get back to it. Uh, let me ask you this. Is the Harbaugh family the first family of football now? Dad's got an FCS championship. Jim's got an NCAA championship. Bro's got a Super Bowl championship. Jim's got a runner-up in the Super Bowl, and he's been to two other mm-hmm. championship games. I'll, I'm open for suggestions, but they got to be up there, right? I've always thought of the Matthews family because there were so many of them. That's true. That's a great one. But Harbaugh may be more pro- high profile. Yeah, Manning's. Them, they're okay. But they got four Super family, Bowls. Yeah, I would go if you want to go coaching. First family of football, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Vince Lombardi have any relatives that were higher level coaches? Shula. Shula. Well, one of them was good. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. Yeah, the other one almost brought down Alabama football. They were talking about going to Division Two. I heard for a while. <laughs> 
John Harbaugh got there. To, oh, we already did this one. Make uh, sure... <laughs> Make sure the mayor pays his own tab. I think everybody's getting freebies today. At the uh, they got a little uh, contingent of city officials here, so I think they're okay. Um, they look good in practice because they practice against each other. Mm. You're talking about the, the Razorback basketball team. Yesterday, Musselman. Yes, yesterday Musselman said he did something he's never done before. What's that? He took scholarship players yeah. and put them on the scout team huh. so that they would be practicing against them to get ready for their next opponent. Hmm. He's trying everything, anything, and everything. Uh, I was talking about logician, being a logician about the whole Michigan thing. This guy says, I'm into logistics, too. I know what you meant. But when another conference plays in eight national championships in a row, then let's talk. Blind conference will find an acorn. I'm not saying that the SEC is not the best conference every year. It is. I'm just saying this year, let's give Michigan their due and not throw in the, oh, they're cheaters, or, oh, if Georgia had been there, or they didn't call that hold. Don't do that. They let them play last night, didn't they? Usually. I mean, look, they're going to miss a hold down again, and they're going to call a hold that we think is questionable. I thought the hold against Washington was fair. I thought they missed a couple on Michigan for sure, but that's the way the game goes sometimes. I don't think there was any bias. It was an ACC crew. What's their benefit? Oh, no, I'm not saying there was. I'm, no, I'm just saying they let them play. But there are people on social media talking about it. Was, it was strange. They let them play, and then there were a couple where you're like, why would you call that, though? Yeah, you know? you're right. I love hearing Justin say someone else is a lot sometimes. Comical. Sorry, Weston Christian. Hey, I know I am. I am completely honest and realistic with myself, too. I'm very self-aware. Uh, Dragon says, Justin's handing out pimp slaps of truth this morning. Too much delusion online trying to discredit Michigan and say, so-and-so could have done this. Wolverines are the chance. Move on. You don't think that Michigan yeah. team could have played with Georgia? Because I certainly do. Yeah. Anytime you have a big physical um, defensive line and offensive line, I mean... Guys, when it's said and done, the most draft picks in this NFL draft will be from Michigan. Yep. They will have more drafted than anybody else. And that one They're dude, I don't know what his last, last name was, but he probably increased his draft stock by a ton. I forget. This is mean. This guy says, I didn't know Brady Latham transferred to Washington and played rat tackle last night. That's terrible. <laughs> I thought it was more the right guard in the center that was struggling. Well, here's the thing. Again, Michigan's defensive linemen, especially their interior guys, the one dude is... Enormous, and he's strong as an ox. And he just ragdolled the guard one time. Yeah, I'm sure he did that to some other people this year. Uh, this person says, "Pigskin is a jerk. It's hard to believe he's a preacher. He is a very passionate fan, and sometimes he is abrasive." Justin's Cinderella impression sounds more like Edith Bunker. <laughs> That's true. Oh, gracious! Um, Chuck says, "I'm surprised there's not more Michigan support, just because of the giant middle finger to the NCAA that it represents." Look, I, I like uh, Harbaugh. I respect Harbaugh. I even appreciate his weirdness. But I think he's totally off base with salarying the players. I don't agree with his take at all on that. But it is certainly not exactly pro NCAA. And he'll be moving on to the NFL. By the way, I saw the odds this morning for what it's worth. He is the favorite to become the head coach of the Chargers next year. Makes sense. Yeah. There's no way he goes to Chicago as much as I'd love that to happen. Because, A, I don't think they're going to fire their coach and B, Kevin Warren's involved in the organization. So I don't I think he would work that. for Kevin Warren. What other options would be good for Washington? Him? Yeah, Kristen would be thrilled. Washington, uh, Dallas, Draft if they fire early. McCarthy. McCarthy's not going anywhere. No. Well, who's the other team that's got nobody? Uh, they fire their coach midway through. Carolina? Thank you. He ain't going Bad. to Carolina, I don't think. It I don't like the ownership group. Boy, that's James Taylor. All right, 10.58, we're back. Chargers, or he's a moron. Oh, so he's going to Washington. Sorry. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of 150 bucks a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment,